Welcome to the Life Hacks podcast by Every Nation Campus Dublin, empowering students for life, leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, and welcome to season two, episode 12 <laughs> of Life Hacks, the podcast. And we're all about empowering students for life, leadership, integrity, faith, and excellence. Um, it's important because, you know, Leanne, I was thinking this morning, like, um, I can't remember who the quote is by. We can Google it later. But, you know, um, this guy, your man, <laughs> said, <laughs> you know, two most important moments of your life, the day you were born and the day you find out why. Mm -hmm. And it's really important that we know our why. We've only one life on this earth to live. Um, and you don't want to be wandering around in your mid 40s still not having figured out why God has put you on this earth. Um, and so at Life Hacks, you know, we are not going to tell you why you were born. That's something between you and God. Um, but we will help you develop the leadership skills to do it, the integrity that's needed to um, carry out your why, the faith, because we believe your why is tied up in your relationship with Christ, and then your excellence. Um, we don't want you to do a half-assed job. We want you to do an amazing job and to flourish and be amazing at it. Um, so we're in a series called On a Journey. Um, I love mm -hmm. it. Last week we were looking at, um, you know, there's three relationships on this journey. The first one we're looking at is following Jesus. Today we're going to be looking at um, being fruitful, so fishing for people. And then next week uh, we're going to be looking more at fellowshipping with other believers um, so Leanne, how are we going to kick this off? What's our warm-up question for today? We're always with our warm-up question at the start of our podcast. You don't exercise without warming up or else you're going to pull yeah. something, right? So yeah. we're going to use our question. thinking muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and our warm-up question for this week or this podcast is, um, what is a habit, bad, good or bad, that um have made changes or have like kind of shown effects in your life what have affected your life and is being shown yeah <laughs> okay good it's good something, something like that something like Bad. that <laughs> yeah that one um yeah. I honestly think I have to put my hands up here and go I'm not brilliant with habits <laughs> I'm like you know you have people who prepare for the exam and they like do a little bit every day and they're consistent mm. and then there are crammers I'm a crammer um but that said <laughs> I recognize the power of habit um mm. one of my favorite books is called Atomic Habits but two habits that I've kind of one is a bit more of a longer term one and one is a recent one and they they're both definitely changed my life so one is I got more serious about being in God's word every day, even if it's just for five minutes. Um, and so like in the last month, I think I've missed two days, which is huge for me. I mean, that does not normally happen. And I actually, I, cause we were talking about this. I've been reaping my way through the John's first letter. I actually mm -hmm. finished it today. Oh. yeah it took me like I started in October and I finished now on the it's the first of December when we're recording this I'm like I finished something nice. this is really cool <laughs> <laughs> but I've been seeing the benefit of it and you know it just 
in how I live my life and how I think about things. It's been really cool. Second habit is one I only started last week. Um, it almost killed me the first time I did it. I found a, you know, on, on YouTube, you can get these free workout videos. I found a Pilates wow. workout video. It's only 20 minutes, mm. but it's a core workout one. And, you know, for those of you who think like Pilates is this gentle, graceful, slow flowing movement, really easy. Um, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I did the first one on Friday felt really good you know because one you know nobody likes doing exercise like there are very few people who actually like doing it but then you kind of get the mm. adrenaline rush and the endorphins flowing and you're like that's really cool woke up the next day and everything hurt <laughs> like muscles I didn't even know I had um and but I went you know what I like want to do this and I know because I've started things so often and given mm -hmm. up after the first one or two times because it's hard I haven't felt the benefit of persevering because it does get easier with time and you don't get that mm -hmm. initial you know once you get past that initial um mm -hmm. so I did my third one today Ooh. um and it feels really good and it was easier the other times that I've done it because my muscles are like oh, okay I've done this now I kind of know what to expect um and even this morning like I woke up early-ish full of energy um, and I'm like, what else have I been missing out on by just not persevering past the beginning when it's difficult? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yay Pilates and Jesus. <laughs> we celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first thing that came up came up um on my head when we were seeing habits was skincare for me. Mm. Um I think. When I was younger, I just didn't really care about skincare because I, I thought it was just very tedious and like um I would just like to go to bed after, you know, you wash your face and that was it and then you go to bed um mm -hmm. and stuff. But then like obviously like uh social media's effect of um not that I had to be like really pretty, but obviously the, like the care of even like wearing sunscreen, that's a habit that I have now as well. Mm -hmm. Um I started wearing more sunscreen. Um, even if I'm just going out, um, grocery shop, as long as I'm outside or I need to go outside, I will wear sunscreen now. Yeah. Um, so that's a habit that I, I only started maybe last summer, mm. but then like, I only really like now I just reach for it. Cause like, it's now part of like a series of bottles that are, that is on my desk and, um, yeah, but the benefits is, uh, I'm, like maybe I won't see it now but in the future maybe when I'm older I'll see that properly more and mm. yeah skincare um just not looking my age I guess <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but um it's healthy it's healthier um and I guess bible wise we challenged ourselves I don't know if it was the last episode or the, the episode before that because I'm not a morning person that I'm gonna do my my time with um god before lunchtime like i won't have lunch um until i've i've spent time with god mm -hmm. um i'm also a very bad habit maker and like it hasn't been like perfect like the streak is not good <laughs> but i've been like you mentioned it last week that if i miss it on the lunchtime you know make sure to get it up on the evening mm -hmm. um so i've been trying that but um i think yeah, lunchtime is working at the moment, but 
I'm still trying to form that habit um, to wake up before lunchtime, first of all, <laughs> and do that. Um, but yeah, let's go habits and good yes. habits. And habits that are getting there. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. The goal is not perfection. Yeah, and it takes a while. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's hard. Like, But we're created to do hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're designed to be overcomers and whether you start like skincare is important, like it just is it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, skincare is very spiritual because our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit and we want to take care of the temple. Um, you know, that's good stewardship of what he's given us. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, we are moving forward. Sometimes we are <laughs> striding and sometimes we're stumbling, but always moving forward. Even if it's just, I fall and I just move my arm <laughs> a bit forward to the, the goal, you know, <laughs> we celebrate every step forward. We keep um, swimming. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So what are we reaping through today? What's our book? What's our chapter? What's our verses? We are reading from John 15 five to eight and um, that is our um that was our verse from last sunday or the sunday just passed yeah and, and yeah we can read it all and it's not too long cool yeah what translation do you want to start in? i will be reading from the message version awesome okay let's go oh wait sorry I, as I said that, it's not even on the message version. <laughs> Bear with. Bear with. Okay. So it's five to eight. Um, I, am, I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, um, yeah, separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father knows who he is. When you, pro- when you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. Awesome. I'm going to take the English mm-hmm. standard version. Let's see, five to eight. Um, and this is Jesus talking to his friends and disciples and they're in a vineyard so I mean he didn't have to look far for (laughs) an illustration to use Um, and he says I am the vine you are the branches whoever abides in me and I in him he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is thrown away like a branch and withers and the branches are gathered thrown into the fire and burned if you abide in me and my words abide in you Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this is my father glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Can we take a couple more? It's quite short. Yeah, it's quite short. Okay, I will take the good news translation. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will bear much fruit for you can do nothing without me. Those who do not remain in me are thrown out like a branch and dry up. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire where they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you will ask for anything you wish and you shall have it. 
My father's glory is shown by your bearing much fruit. And in this way, you become my disciple. Woo. Awesome. I'll take one more. Um, dun, dun, dun. I'll take the NLT, the New Living Translation. So yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it'll be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. Wow. Awesome. So what is jumping out to you? Uh, we love the analogy again of the vine and the branches. Um, what jumps out? Mm-hmm. It's just humbling, like even just that, like in the first verse there, apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like I can't even breathe unless God wills it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's never true. mind do anything of importance or significance i'm gonna change that to we doing um on the message version the way that um i think i don't know which one it is but anyone who separates from me is dead wood gathered up and thrown um on the fire uh is it oh no sorry what am i doing wait can i <laughs> i am so lost wait yeah okay okay i got it i'm sorry I mean, that's actually, do you have your thought in the verse you want to go to? Because it's actually something I'd really love to comment on that line. Yeah, uh, yeah, go. You can, like. <laughs> um, like, when you, when you first read that, you're like, wow, that's really harsh. But, mm-hmm. like, look at the beginning of it. Anyone who separates from me. It's not like Jesus is saying, I throw people away. <gasps> Who's doing the separating here? I, we are. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know how like plants work and stuff, you know, you've the roots yeah. that are in the ground, you've the branch of the trunk and then the little branches off it. Like when a branch like, like gets torn off or something like it, it dies. Hmm. Like it, and it's not healthy for it to stay on the plant you need to remove it for the health the whole thing but like here it's saying it's like yeah it, it starts with us we're the one who separates from us it's not like jesus is going hmm, don't like you i'm gonna remove you and throw you on the bonfire mm-hmm. he's like he's just responding to our the decision that we've already made anyway that was for free oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even catch, I didn't catch that, the, that like, it's like, yeah, he's not, he didn't say like, 
I will separate you because you are you are dead wood mm. to me or something like that. It's like yeah. if you separate from me, then you are dead wood. You know, like um, it's not that you die while you are connected. It's when you choose to separate that you become dead wood. Yeah. <laughs> Because like previous, like in previous verses, he talks about every branch that is grape bearing, he prunes back. So it'll mm. bear even more. So we get pruned back, but we don't get cut off. That's a very yeah. important distinction. Um, Because it was like in my reaping in the book that I just finished, First John, it's a really interesting little line in like the very last chapter. And he's like, if anyone among you is sinning, pray for him. And God will give him life. And I was like, that's really interesting. So the opposite of sin isn't being good. The opposite of sin is being alive. I was just like, I'm still, my mind is still like, like trying to, you're like, wow. Like even like back in the garden of Eden, like they had access to the tree of life. Hmm. But their their sin separated them from life. From life. Mm. But the answer to sin is not now doing the right thing. They knew what they now knew what the right thing was because they knew the difference between good and evil. But that didn't give them the power to choose the right thing. What they needed is to be connected to the life source of God, and then we can do the right thing. <laughs> I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ah. Yeah. The gospel is not about making bad people good. It's about making spiritually dead people alive. That only happens from being abiding in Jesus, remaining in Jesus. It's not about anything we do. It's just about abiding in him. That's only from one line, guys. (laughs) That came from one line. Which was an accident. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So where, where were you supposed to go with that before we went on that <laughs> magical detour about life? Empowering um, students for life. Not We're not here to make you good. We're here to connect you to the life source, which is God. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> wow, sorry. <laughs> like, I had a train of thought earlier, but then like when you brought it back to like the, like, well, Genesis, I was like, what? wait (laughs) and that's so true though but like often times when you talk to people like nowadays like when you tell them like um so as a like oh as a as a follower of christ like do you um do you just do good now or like you know you don't sin or you're not sinning anymore but because they feel or they believe that the opposite of sin is to just keep doing good which is good to do good but um yeah it's it's life because sin causes us to be dead spiritually Mm. um but being connected to like god and having that like intimate relation relationship as like it says here that's what gives us life Mm. and that's that's the opposite of the sin because in a sense that's what the gospel is about is that like Jesus came down to you know give life yeah <laughs> oh. 
it puts a whole new spin on what sin is for me. Sin yeah. is when I try to do anything disconnected from Jesus. It's when I'm, yeah, when I'm the one doing the separating. Mm. That's what sin is. Yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, I this didn't stand out on Sunday. <laughs> no, it did not. Not for me either. No. And we kind of stumbled on it by accident. But yeah. God knew it wasn't an accident on his part. <laughs> oh gosh. But that is the gospel. The gospel is mm. God forgives sinners. Mm. Why? So that we can be alive in him and alive with him. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know if we can move past this now <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie i'm like i'm looking at the verses i'm like and my eyes is just drawn to anyone who separates from me is dead with gathered up and thrown on the bonfire <laughs> and then like going back to what we were just saying but That's i guess funny. like yeah. um yeah sorry, go on. um yeah. And like, guys, this is sometimes how it works when you read the Bible. You think you're going one direction, then Holy Spirit just goes, let me just adjust that for you. <laughs> like, you know, when you get yeah. your eyes tested and they try the different lenses. Yeah. And they're like, is that, is that, that clearer or that clearer? And you're like, oh, that's clear. And sometimes God just goes, and you're like, it's not where, where I need you to be looking at. <laughs> this yeah. is you're looking at today. <laughs> wow. Wow. Because even in life hacks, we were focused so much on like just being connected and abiding, which is just as important because, you know, when you're doing the opposite of sinning or of sin and, you know, that relationship, like how do we then maintain that relationship or how do we now maintain, you know, um, or not maintain, I guess maintain, yeah, like to abide, how do we continue um you know being connected to him and I guess that was what we were um well that was the the the, the preaching but obviously it's taken it to a big turn but um wow yeah so if that's the one scenario that we separate ourselves from Jesus we become mm. dead wood we're gathered up and thrown on the bonfire um mm. what's what's the other option and you can choose that if you want like you know we're not trying to guilt or shame anyone into making a choice that we think is right for you like ultimately you need to you know figure that out with jesus yeah. but if we don't want that what mm. is the alternative yeah Yeah, well, I mean, if you, well, it says, if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be mm -hmm. sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. Yeah. And yeah, we have, we just make ourselves at home with him. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I'm just rewording this, but that's really it. And that's really the simplest way it is, is that making up making ourselves at home in him but also by doing the reaping like that we do every week or that we always talk about as our application of like spending five minutes to ten minutes with him um that makes that 
ensures or that makes sure that you know his word then you know makes a home in us Mm. um and that's another way to kind of yeah not be separated um literally by always maintaining that congress or communication with him in that conversation you know and that like even our own devotional time just looks like this when we're just talking Mm. to him um and he allows us to (laughs) make little turns and 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 you know um and yeah one question that comes to my mind is what's the difference between being an occasional visitor whether it's we're an occasional visitor with God or his words are an occasional visitor with us and making ourselves at home with him and his words being at home in us what's the different what like what how does that look different I'm trying to make it trying to see so if like like, even think about your own house like you know people who come and they're visitors Uh but they're not at home they're not part of the family how does that look different the first thing that kind of came into my head that if like somebody visits and they're not part of my family or even if I visit someone's house and I'm not part of their family like I try to be not like completely different to who I am but I'm like I need to be extra polite I need, but it's not I can't act like myself as much as I would want to because like you have to be polite to the house owner or the person who's visiting your house has to be polite to you if you're inviting them over um so there's not that much freedom of being yourself or just doing whatever yeah um, so you don't know where the boundaries are yeah do I take my shoes off do I leave them on yeah do I help myself to coffee do I (laughs) ask for it like Mm. wait for them to offer Mm. like you don't know where you stand like it's like it's Mm. so uneasy then because like yeah you're kind of like treading you know like like you're walking on eggshells almost it's almost Mm. like that feeling of like when you're just finished um maybe a small fight with a friend or something like that like you don't know how to approach each other again like you're like oh like do I do this do I do not do I um like can I yeah like do I help myself to coffee or do I not can I sit on the couch without them telling me that I can or not like I guess that's a big difference there is that yeah you don't really know where to put yourself um you kind of get lost um because it's not your home yeah Um, yeah that's a really good way of explaining it whereas for people whose houses I go to and I I am more at home Mm. I'll jump in and do dishes because I know where the dishes go yeah you know I know what they expect Mm -hmm. I know I already know I need to take off my shoes Mm. um and also, I think when, when we have people over who are more familiar to us, it sounds really bad, but we don't put on a facade as much. Like, we don't even apologize for the mess anymore. Like, oh, so, you know, sorry, it just is what it is. Like, you know me that. at this stage, you know. <laughs> um, exactly. You know. Um, but we, like that, it's like when we know where the boundaries are with people, we are more free to be ourselves. Mm and face the reality of things 
Yeah. And what does that look like in our relationship with God? Being of an occasional visitor versus being part of the home. This similar in a way, yeah, that was a kind of not perfect, but it was an, a good analogy of like we don't really know where we stand then, you know, like um we always um talk about like, oh, I don't really know um who I'm called to be or what the purpose is for being alive or living or or just like who am I um in like in God's eyes or in people's eyes or like you get easily swayed by other people's kind of opinions and like what they view you as or something mm -hmm. like that because you don't really have that connection like there's no it's basically like you're always putting on the facade of yeah like as a visitor you're not really at home where you are at the moment or with what you're doing or with who you are at the moment I guess mm -hmm. um because yeah you're just visiting um like once a year or <laughs> once a month mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah yeah I was even thinking of a friend I spoke to this week um and like we haven't known each other very long like just a couple of years um mm. but like we're not visitors with each other anymore and so I talked to her earlier this week and she was like you know at first when you were talking about the situation you were venting but now you're just whining <laughs> stop it yeah I was like yeah if a visitor said that to me like you were like wow who, who do you think you are but because she's like family now it like she has permission to speak into my life because I know that she's family and she's got my back yeah and saying so like how do I respond when God corrects me That's true. am I close enough that God even has space to correct me correct me mm -hmm. or am I just running because I'm an occasional visitor yeah that is true. Do I know what God's boundaries are? Yeah. That only comes if you visit often. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, whether announced or unannounced. Um, and the thing is, like, with God, like, you're always invited. Like, there's no business hours when it comes to being invited over to his home. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he's not going to limit you to like, I'm only available Monday to Friday, nine to five. Um, like you're invited all the time. And to be in that level of like your friend where, you know, you know that when you're corrected, it's out of love and not out of like, and you're being, you know, like there's the, I don't know if, if you've had experiences like that, but um, you know, where some people will, um be also visitors in your life where you know they're also not familiar with you or they're also not um what you call this they don't know the boundaries with you as well um but yeah and that only comes with visiting very often um wow the house visitation thing <laughs> really means a lot yeah, it's cool. 
because I think like when when we're truly at home like there's purpose in it like even a few of us visited a friend's house on Sunday after church Mm. um and it's really cool because at the end everyone just like cleaned everything did the dishes took the trash out Mm. even though it was our first time there we were like we know each other well enough that we know what to do we know how to work as a team yeah and we blessed the house by doing that you know yeah it's like you have like an invisible not invisible but there's like a role already assigned to you Mm. um when my group of friends and I gather there's always um one of my friends she loves doing the dishes and so that's become her role that we know um, because (laughs) I'm not a dish person I'm more of like I'll set up and then like clean put the plates in the sink on Mm. like yeah in the sink but like I, I don't like washing but like that's her role and that only came up because she was like because we visited her house very often or mm. she's visited our house very often um and so yeah you kind of know where you stand you know what you're gonna do after everything um you're not awkwardly standing in the corner like what am I gonna do now or like like I don't know these people or I don't know if I should help them or yeah like there's a settling that comes with that Mm. like because you're not wondering like even on Sunday we um our friend she has a Nintendo Switch Mm. and we played this game called Overcooked um which is it's I don't know if you guys have played it it's not a competitive game it's a cooperative game so there's four players you're in the kitchen and you have to get the orders out Mm. and you very quick I kind of joined halfway through the game so it took me a bit to figure out but you realize you have to coordinate and have a plan Mm. and work together Mm. so like you said with the roles I ended up I would do the rice my job was to get the rice cook the rice take the rice off so it didn't burn and put the rice on the plate (laughs) that was my role just rice like nothing else you know somebody else's job was to chop the vegetables and the meat that they just chop that's it Somebody else assembles the plates. Somebody else does the dishes. Somebody else gets the plates out. And then as it got more complex, we would strategize around that. So I'd be like, hey, guys, you know, actually from where it's a one way system. And for me to get the the uncooked rice to the pot, by the time I walk there and back, the rice that I've put on the pot has burned. So someone is like, okay, I'll put the uncooked rice on this surface, then you can get it from the other side and we'll, that's part of my role now. Ooh. And there's such an ease to it because we were working together for a common purpose mm. instead of competing against one another, but our roles were clear and they adapted, they weren't fixed. So it was like, you know, someone would go, hey, you know, I'm trying to get dishes out, but uh, we're behind on this. I'm like, I'm close. I have nothing to do. I'll help you get it out. And it's like, yeah when we abide in in Christ we find our purpose mm. especially when we abide in Christ together yeah um so true yeah man I did not expect to go here today <laughs> yeah because not like even before uh we hit the record I really thought like because again when we were in life hacks on Sunday we really stuck a lot with like the image of the vine and the branches and we were talking to students and that's kind of like where the conversation was but this is again like this these kind of conversations didn't stand out or didn't come into my head when we were reading this verse um on Sunday um 
Wow. Yeah. But that is so true. <laughs> just like having order as well. Like everything just kind of flows easily. And this is why we always encourage people or um to not do life alone because there's, you know, there's there's a there's a um it's nice to know that there's other people who are also kind of yeah, like working for the for the same thing or um knows their purpose as well and is already kind of have you know um their purpose in order or their calling in order and um you know that like yeah I don't know I like your that the definition of the rice that like yeah from here to here the rice would have burnt but someone was so readily available to say hey like actually I can take up a bit of that mm. so that you can you know not burn your rice yeah um which is so important because like I think even as students sometimes we burn out we burn ourselves out because we're trying to get the rice from a to b but we but the rice cooker is in c you know and like by the time though that we get to b the rice is already burnt Mm -hmm. um and it's so nice to know that like when there's people around you and when there's um yeah when like they're not visitors in your life as well that Mm. the load is lighter you know Mm. with with other people there and And it's more fun yeah like you said it's order but it's not like someone's bossing you around giving you the orders there's a we are clear on our why and our purpose and we're just going to do whatever it takes to do that Mm. yeah but it becomes fun then because it flows and there's an ease to it. Mm. Yeah. Like it gets hectic sometimes. Like I've played overcooked as well. It does get like, ah, like the first few tries because you are trying to get into the habit of like, you know, going from A to B and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it gets easier or the load gets lighter because you have people to share it with. Yeah. Uh, like oh. Jesus, Jesus talks about that, like in a couple of places or Jesus and Paul, like, you know, um, again, they use a lot of farming metaphors, which we're not familiar with because we're not farm people. <laughs> but one of them is about being yoked. And mm. a yoke is if you have two animals, like two herd animals, strong animals like cattle or something, and they have a yoke, mm. which is a wooden harness that goes across two of them. And the idea is that if they pull together, they can pull a plow, pull mm. something heavy, pull a cart full of people, um, but they have to be evenly matched and they have to be heading in the same direction. Mm. <laughs> so Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. Why? Because my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And like that speaks to, you know, separated, you can't produce a thing. Yeah. But then Paul takes it further. Like that's our relationship with God, like our vertical relationship. Paul takes it further and goes to our horizontal relationships. And he's like, don't be unequally yoked. And he's not just talking about marriage partners, although that is the context of what he's speaking. But he's like, have you ever gotten to a rowboat with someone? And you're trying to, you know, you're both (laughs) trying to do your own thing, but it's not together. And you just end up going around in circles. But when Mm. you finally catch the rhythm of it and you're like, Paul, Paul, then you start to get movement and momentum. Yeah. 
in the right direction. And it's like, you know, are you going to pull against each other? Are we going to pull against God? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to pull with him and experience the ease and because his commands are not burdensome. It's another thing I read in first John, um, you know, finding God's boundaries and working within them. It's not to add a burden to us. It's actually to add ease to our lives and ease to our relationship with him and ease to our relationship with others. But it's still work. We still got to pull. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> You see how like, and I'm, this is not a boast, but you see how our reaping in other parts of the Bible, you know, we interpret the Bible with other parts of the Bible. That's how mm -hmm. it, like, cause it's all got, it's all written by the one author, God. And you're just like, wow, oh, that reminds me of, oh, that reminds me of, and it helps us fill out this complete picture. Like that's what happens when his words make their home in us mm. and are not like, we're not just occasional, occasional visitors to our Bible, but we're actually getting the whole picture because we're in a, a habit of reaping mm. from multiple books. <laughs> I don't, my mind is blown. I really didn't expect to. Would it be weird if I say I'm still kind of reading over the Genesis connection that you made yeah. like 10 minutes ago? What's sparking there for you? Like, it, say it back to me. What kind of is spinning in your brain right now? It's just that, like, that connection of, yeah, because I think there's often times where I I think of sin and then the opposite of sin is I need to do good. It's almost like sometimes, um, like, you get in this, like area or a patch of your life I guess where like you know you've sinned like you know you and we sin every day like you know um we're not Multiple perfect and, um you know and yeah and it's not just once a day like sometimes I don't know a lot um but then because you know sometimes you then jump back in and then you realize or sometimes you think that like, oh gosh, I need to do a lot of good because that's the opposite of sin or that's what I feel will just, not justify, sorry, that's the mm -hmm. wrong word. It will kind of like counterbalance the sin, but it's not that. It's, it's, it's remaining connected and, and acknowledging that, yes, I have sinned and that is causing, that is spiritual death, mm -hmm. you know, but but if I remain connected and I form that habit of remaining and abiding and continuing, mm. then that's what gives me life. And, mm. and that's what will alive me, <laughs> bring me back to life. That's the word, <laughs> not alive me. Mm. But um, yeah, it's just like when you were saying earlier that like they, they then knew like right and wrong. And it was just a matter of do they they then stay, um, you know, connected to him or not? Um, yeah, because them knowing the difference between right and wrong did not give them the ability to always do what was right. Right. Yeah. Only life can do that. Mm. And specifically, like when I say life, I mean being connected to the life source, which is God through yeah. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Because we know the right thing to do all the time and we don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and 
and we know yeah. what we shouldn't be doing and we still do it and we justify yeah. it to ourselves <laughs> we're very stubborn people <laughs> seriously like there's one of the i can't remember if it's a sam or a proverb i think it's a, a sam and god's like I can't is it God or David but one of them is saying like don't be like the mule you know mule is like a stubborn ass donkey um, <laughs> that you have to put a bit and bridle on it before it'll even come to you he's mm. like it's basically God looking at his kids going don't make me drag you to me <laughs> like you know you just keep trying to escape and run away he's like choose me freely mm. You know, don't be, yeah. don't be stubborn. And he even calls the Israelites, he's like, you're a stiff-necked people. That's what happens when you're trying to steer an animal and they resist. You're trying to, because you steer them through their mouths, the mm. bit in their mouths. And you try and turn this way, but they, their neck is stiff because they're pulling against you. And he's like, don't be like that. No. Just, just come. Stop being a stiff-necked person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dang so how does this help empower students for life what does this look like on monday morning what can we do to make ourselves at home with god and not separate ourselves from him and make his words at home in our hearts Well, just like the skincare, you know, if we can do our skincare every night almost religiously, then, you know, I think we can squeeze in. Like we, um, you and I are reading the How to Read Your Bible um, book at the moment. And on the third chapter, um, the chapter is like, how do I read the Bible or how do I, how do I spend time, you know, with God? And he was like, if you can muster five minutes, then do five minutes. Mm um every day and then you know work yourself up there if you know that you can't you know do the 10 15 minutes although the in the book it says 15 minutes is like tip tops really good but um yeah like five minutes every day um challenge yourself that like maybe as you're doing your skincare or something that you already have a habit of doing that like either not replace it but maybe like listen to a the podcast or no read your bible or um even the audio audio um there's a lot of audio um recordings now of the bible um and that's kind of a good way to um start but yeah start the habit and like we were kind of saying in the icebreaker earlier you know and um if we miss a day or you know just jump right in jump back in Mm. um because habits don't really happen overnight or after a week I think it's like 28 days or 14 days or 28 days before a habit actually starts to form and so Mm. you know (laughs) it's a it takes nearly a whole month for habits to form so yeah I mean that's one (laughs) get your face in the book (laughs) um block facebook or instagram until you do that <laughs> don't have lunch or something i don't know like so that's yeah. why 
Because in the book, I, I don't think it's in the chapters we've read yet, but he has a saying, no Bible, no breakfast. Because yeah. he's some he's a breakfast person. He can't go without breakfast. He's like, well, if I'm saying the Bible is a priority, I need the Bible more than I need breakfast. So I'm not having breakfast mm. until I'm in my Bible. Um, yeah. I'm not a breakfast person, so it doesn't work. So I go, no Bible, no phone. No Bible, no internet. Mm. Um, it's like, you think it's urgent that you need to see all your messages? And like, no, it's more urgent that I don't separate myself from the vine, but that I... Mm abide in the vine and then i can produce fruit notifications or no notifications Mm. whoa yeah making yourself at home with someone it means having conversations with them all the time yeah (laughs) Mm. you know because people can live under the same roof but not be at home with each other true that's true Mm. and yeah and also listening like conversation is not just us talking all the time um there's also a listening part and that's a big part of when we read um the bible is that we're also listening to what god has to say with Mm. what we read and there's days where you might feel nothing's being said to you um and it's awfully quiet but yeah no, there's I think we mentioned that last week like it's not always going to be like oh, when you're reading your bible <laughs> um yeah but don't get discouraged um, yeah keep reading because the more we make a habit of it the more of those moments we're going to have mm. like if I you know decide okay I'm going to set an hour aside today and like you do and there's not fireworks in revelation you're like i'm not really encouraged to keep going mm. but if i just do five ten minutes every day i increase the possibility of having those moments and it's like you know the more you get to know someone the more you look forward to spending time with them yeah and the more moments like that you have but we're not driven by experiences we're driven by i want to cultivate this habit of abiding in christ and his words abiding in me Whoa. I was thinking of um rice just there you know like well for an Asian household um you'll never really go out of rice you can't go out of rice like well for a Filipino culture um nearly everything is eaten with rice and like it just kind of came into my head of like you know how you, that we've eaten rice all of our lives well me I've eaten since I was born rice and I know what it tastes like it doesn't taste like anything to be honest like it's bland you just cook it in the rice cooker but I still eat it you know Mm. and I will cook it every day I will eat it every day knowing that it's just bland unless I mix it with something else but I guess the analogy I'm trying to get to is like there's days where you might feel like the rice is bland or the reading Mm. not that it's ever bland but yeah like that it's not like nothing's coming out of it but it's happened so many times even just us recording in our podcast that like we've read verses before um but different things come out of it um from when we read it again like just even when I was saying like on Sunday none of these were coming out like this like none of these was in my head like I was so focused on just the imagery of the vine and the branches not realizing that there's so much more into this verse Mm. um just on this conversation um 
but yeah like I will still cook my rice every day and eat it um yeah rice mm-hmm. is life <laughs> Jesus is sugar. life <laughs> yes Jesus is rice joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no no bible no rice <laughs> oh gosh okay <laughs> that's a bigger challenge right there <laughs> I mean that's the thing like our conversation today is being flavored by what I've been reaping between Sunday and now Mm. you know and different way you know and God's making these you know sometimes big but mostly tiny little adjustments in my thinking and my understanding but if you make adjustments every day it's better than you know an hour here and there where you try to make a massive adjustment and it just doesn't stick Mm. so like you know, it's it's cool. Like God, you know, I don't remember every time I've eaten rice. I, I'm not really a rice person. I like rice, but I'm more of a potatoes person. Like I don't remember every potato that I've ever eaten, but it nourished my body and gave me what I needed for that day. Mm. That's how it is with reading God's word. It's like you might not remember everything, but it it you got what you needed for that day and it nourished yeah. you and gave you life for that day. And that was important because we need life every day. <laughs> yeah. And also, sorry, just a, as a last thing, but um, when going back to like when there's days where like it doesn't even make sense, like what's coming out mm. of what you're reading or or you're like, oh, I this is not what I needed today or something like that. Sometimes I find out that it's actually a couple of days later that it comes back and I'm like, that's why I read that Tuesday evening when I felt yeah. like it didn't mean like anything. Because like we you were doing earlier, you were connecting different scriptures to this scripture that we're doing. Um, and it makes a whole lot more sense. And mm. I kind of feel uh, like I'm encouraged by that to then keep going because like, okay, this doesn't make sense now, but I know it will later. And yeah. Yeah. Even, like I remember like my first Bible I ever read, like I just put question marks constantly beside different <laughs> verses because Mm. I didn't get it and I remember going Mm. back like a few years later and realizing a lot of those are not question marks for me anymore Mm. because like that I cultivated a habit of a little bit every day a little bit regularly and a lot of those blanks were filled in like I still there are still question marks I still don't Mm. have answers for everything um I read something in first John this week and I was like oh what's that I don't understand that (laughs) what does that mean and it's okay because like you said we're it's just eat a little bit every day you trust that it's what you need for today or if you don't need it today you'll need it another time another time yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> like hamsters you know the way they store their food like in their cheeks and like it's for later for later yeah <laughs> but if we're not storing it up in our hearts we don't have it to draw on later hmm. bible in your book is no good the bible in your heart and your mouth is what counts yeah so store it up in there and it's great you you don't have to pay for storage space in your heart like you don't kind of reach your limit like god's got unlimited storage space in your heart there's not like a limited gigabyte that we can oh gosh i'm on 32 gigabytes now yeah limited no subscription yes yeah all right leanne will you pray for us pray for students everyone is listening 
Rice is life. Jesus is life. God's our life. We need life. Get life. Get a life. For the birth. Guys, get a life. Yeah. Get a get a life. <laughs> it's a nice way to end it. Um, but yeah, Lord. Oh my gosh. Um, can we just say this is not where we even expected the conversation to go, Lord? And um, but think but we were expecting that you were gonna pull through somehow and as weird as that sound, we're always just so expectant of what you um, lead us to and where you will lead us. And um, um, we just want to thank you, Lord, for the conversation that we just had and for um, anyone who's listening and for anyone who's watching, Lord, um, you know, this is probably what they needed to hear. And that's why the conversation went there. And we thank you that um, you led us there and that um, we were able to um, you know, reap into the verses a bit more and actually um, get more life out of the verses that you've um um or that we've um looked into and i just want to pray lord as we challenge ourselves this week to um spend you know a little more time with you or if we're just starting up you know that five minutes um of every day lord i just pray that um you will meet us there and that you will um encourage us and that we will just encourage ourselves to be encouraged to meet you mm-hmm. and that although there are days where we do um spend time with you that we feel like Mm, I don't need this or this is um, not what I needed to hear today I pray that like um, in the next time that we um, do spend time with you that you will just reveal things just as you have done today Um, you know new things or um, breathe new life into the verses that we've read so many times but we don't really fully understand I pray Lord that the question marks that we have in our Bibles Lord will actually turn into answers and and we'll just you know we'll just look at it with fresh eyes and um um yeah i just want to pray for the students for um everyone listening listening in or watching us right now lord i pray for their week i pray for um the exam season coming up lord i pray that um uh yeah meet them lord where they are and you know where they are and you know um exactly what they need and um um yeah let's go this week guys in jesus name Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, I'm so looking forward to next week already. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah. it's going to be good. So thank you for joining us this week and we will chat again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Life Hacks podcast by Every Nation Campus Dublin. The conversation does not end here. It just keeps going on and on. Hop over onto Instagram, give us a follow at ENC underscore Dublin. That's ENC underscore Dublin. And drop us a DM. What did you think of the episode? What are some things you would like us to talk about? And if you're up for it, consider joining one of our life groups where this is what the conversation sounds like. We get to be curious together. We're up for being challenged and we're up for life change. So we are ENC, empowering students for life, leadership, integrity, faith and excellence. And we will see you next time.